Hey everyone, picking top movies for the decade was a hive-inducing activity for my friend Todd. He had so many Oscar-nominated films to sift through and had a hard time painstakingly analyzing what deserved his recommendation for you, the I Hate Green Beans podcast listeners. I, on the other hand, had a much tougher job. I'd like to point that out. Do you know how many musicals and sort of romances have hit the big screen since 2010? A lot. So many, my friends. So many. But I was able to narrow it down to 10 thanks to my boys, Chris Pine, Ryan Gosling, Zac Efron, I know that's weird, Hugh Jackman, that dude in Home Again who knows how to kiss. It became super easy once I, you know, got in that mindset. Ryan Gosling has that effect on me. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I am your... Oh, that's a dumb way to start. Let me start. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> great, great start great start good to good to okay oh, hello everyone it's the i hit green beans podcast i'm your host Lindsay. i'm here with my friend todd who is my movie maven friend todd did you know that you've been on the show 10 times no i have not. yes you have i have it written down right here i went through today i was sitting with my dad and i went through and thought, how many times has Todd done this? When did we even start doing movies? Because I'm, I'm here to tell you, I say it every single time. It's one of the most downloaded podcasts that we do because people are interested. They trust you and they think I'm great. So uh, <laughs> we started actually in the winter. We said winter movies of 2017, which I think was 2017 that kind of dipped into 18. Yeah. And then we did Star Wars, and then we did all the movie, movie, movies, and then we did an Oscar recap, which was oh, super right. duper fun. And then you did an It's a Love Story with me, with right. my It's a Love Story series, and then we did Summer, and then we just did Fall. And so this is the time where it's really weird, where you say, are you supposed to do winter? Are you supposed to... And so what we did instead was, hey, let's review 2019 and see what was the best... And then I made you work extra hard, and we're going to do our top movies of the decade, which you had 57, and I had like 39. And so we, we're not going to make you sit through all that, because that would just be us listing movies all day long and saying, I like this one. He likes I'm that one. Your, I'm going to use your phrase, I got hives, when you said I had <laughs> my favorite for the decade. It's like making my favorite child. <laughs> It was, it was it was hard. Easy. It was way easier once I saw the movie that is my number one. It was like, oh, well, that's clearly the best movie that I oh, can. Well, whoa. I can't wait to hear what it is. But I did want to start off with, we always do this too. We did our fall uh, 2019 movie preview where you pick four, I pick four. And then we had this one that we were really looking forward to and it's still not out yet. But mm. I wanted to go through and ask you just real quickly if you would give it a yes or a no or a meh, skip it, your four. The first one was Goldfinch. Did you see it? Yes and no, do not go see it. Uh, if you haven't already, don't go see it. Okay. Maybe read the book. I heard it was better. 
usually is, but duh, I didn't like it at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's not high praise right there. It was, is it just it boring? Was dark, it was dark in a in a way that I don't like. Like my the, one of my other ones was dark in a way that I do like. Okay. Okay. Too, so. so it's just kind of heavy and you just left thinking there's no redeeming anything about that, right? Yeah, and okay. it just I, I, and maybe I just wasn't in a good headspace when I saw it either, mm-hmm. but I just did not enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> not- fair enough, fair enough. The second one was the Star Wars, the Last Jedi. Is that what it's called? The tagline? I can't yeah. remember. Uh, um, last Rise Jedi? of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> um, that last Star Wars movie. It it's not out yet, but we are both seeing it this week, so we can't yeah. comment on that. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I've already seen some headlines that I'm like, I don't want to see any headlines. Oh, yeah, me neither. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, your third one was Knives Out. Loved Knives Out. Was so good. Did you see it? I haven't yet, but I think I'm going tomorrow. It is It is fun. It is funny, mm-hmm. but it's also got a little, little dramatic twist in it, too. And um, it's just great all the way around. If you like murder mystery, Agatha Christie stuff right. is great. Yeah. Here's what I have heard. I'm going to like Chris Evans in a white cable knit sweater. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, you'll definitely like him because I know I know your taste in that. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. I think you'll like Daniel Craig too. Okay, I'm very excited. I heard he has a great like southern them. accent, <laughs> and I'm using air quotes when I say that his accent. And then you saw Joker. Oh, so good. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And is it one of those where you really, it's so good, Lindsay, you'd hate it? Yeah, absolutely. It is dark in the way that I like. Like, it it was so dark and disturbing, but it was Mm. great. Mm. Well, it's making some money out there, so good on it. And and Joaquin Phoenix will probably win some sort of award for his portrayal. So, yeah, him. He's got to. He's got to, for sure. I picked Downton Abbey which, yes, I loved. I picked Little Women, which is not out yet. I picked Last Christmas, and I didn't go see it, and we were joking beforehand. I don't think anybody else did either. I know of no one who went and saw it. And I think it was one... This is what I, I... I listened to a podcast called pop culture happy hour on NPR Mm -hmm. and they did a review of it and and so much time had gone by that I thought "Eh, I'm I'm not going to see it so I'm just going to listen to what they say and the lady Linda Holmes who is the hostess of that show Mm -hmm. she and I have very similar taste in movies and Mm -hmm. she said it's billed as a if you look at it it looks like a romantic comedy and it is not at all Um, they said it's a it's like Scrooge so she's kind of going through life and not that she's visited by ghosts or anything like that, but maybe she, but you know, it's just like people come into her life and she sees, oh, I could have done this better. Oh, because she was saying, I didn't like the main girl. She wasn't lovable. I didn't like her. But once I realized that I didn't have to, because she was a Scrooge character, everything changed. And so that, that would have made me mad had I gone in expecting a romantic comedy and a little George Michael music as my soundtrack, and it wasn't what that was. So I don't feel bad. I'll see it one of these days if nothing else is on TV. And then I, um, I saw I saw Frozen too, and we realized why Elsa has to wear uh, pants because she does a lot of running. <laughs> Adventure. So Adventure. I saw I saw Frozen too as well, and I liked it. You did. 
I did. Oh, I, didn't I like did not. I know you didn't. I didn't like it as much as the first one. Mm. But. And, and it was fine. It was fine. But I thought there isn't any way a child is going to be able to follow this because a 44-year-old woman isn't able to follow this. And That's there fair. were so many storylines and there was all the confusing and then there were spirits and then there was wind and there was water and then there was fire and there was these people stuck in a forest and then mist <laughs> and then she's going to... And he, oh, I hear a voice. And is it her mom? No. And is it her dad? Well, I thought they were dead. And oh, here's the ship. Oh, are they going to find them in there? That'd be cool. No. Oh, uh, where are the trolls? I don't know understand Olaf is dang funny and then Kristoff's 80s montage whatever video that he sang was my absolute favorite part me uh, to too me, it was Jonathan Goff can do no wrong and Olaf was just funny but I thought every single song in there um nothing was happy not one of them not one of them was happy that's true that's true and into the unknown felt We've got to we've got to beat um, let, let it, it go it. and and they made um, Adele Dazim do all sorts of things with her voice that was like in a in a in an octave <laughs> that no one can sing so I was just showing off anyway I I would give it you know three snowflakes I guess out of five maybe oh yeah I mean I wouldn't give it more than three and a half okay good Good. I just liked it marginally more than you did yes and it's it's making bank too so you can you can go see it for the next 10 years I'm sure it'll still be in theaters and then the one that we're um well me is looking forward to in the most horrible way possible is cats and that (laughs) comes out this weekend too and I'm I'm very excited to be hugely disappointed in the very best way possible you may love it you may love it i do not think i will but i'm gonna i'm gonna try i will sing and i will think that's fun you know it's kind of like mama mia here i go again where Cher is in it and you just have to stand up because it's Cher in the theater (laughs) and you wonder why nobody else is joining you that's how i feel cats is gonna be just a hot mess but you know memories i just gotta bust it out like jay hud does jennifer hudson's singing that one it's gonna be good okay 2019 I don't know about you, but it took me a while to find any movie that was, yes, this was good. Now, let's review for the audience. They've heard this 10 times already. Mm -hmm. Todd is the one that's going to be your analytical thinker. It's going to win an Oscar movie person. He goes all over the map, but he goes to those movies too. I don't go to those movies over there. So Todd's (laughs) list is going to be very much, you know, things that most of you have seen and I have not even heard of. I'm comfortable (laughs) with Frozen and Three Billboards. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's why why you're on here with me. So you can bring... The Shape of Water. Don't forget I watched that crappy (laughs) thing. Whatever. Sorry, I don't know if that word is okay on your podcast. (laughs) Well, Mother says... So you can say crappy. You can say (laughs) crappy. Oh, anyway, 2019, I looked at my list. I just wrote down every movie I saw, and it wasn't a big year for me for movie going, which is fine. I had a lot going on this year, but um, I don't know if I've turned into a cynic person or an old person, but there were a lot I liked, but not a lot I loved. So I'm interested to see what your top ones for 2019 are. You can go first, and then I'll follow up with things people will laugh at. So in reverse order being three, two, one, Uh I put put Rocket Man as number three. Yes, I did see that. 
I really liked it. You didn't like it though, did you? Um, sad and it, yeah, fresh. lots of sadness. But I knew his story was sad too. I was more fascinated by how much. Oh gosh, I can't even remember the guy's name. Taron Egerton, maybe. How he looks just like him. It was the craziest thing. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. And I would think that that he would get some Oscar buzz too, but it may have come out way too long ago. You know. Yeah. So. I think he deserves something. But anyway, so that was number three. Number two is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I did see that one too. Uh, that was that was just a delight for sure. It was an interesting take. I wasn't expecting what it was. I did yeah. think it would be a little bit more about Mr. Rogers instead of the journalist that it sure. was about. But sure. they did some Mr. Rogery things in mm. the movie that I thought was a pretty sweet a pretty sweet way to introduce scenes and introduce and thing. Yes. You'll get it once you get see it. But yeah, it was good. I may have teared up twice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely teared up. There was a moment that um, there was a little bit of commotion in the theater. In this moment, my mom was getting up. She was having to go to the bathroom or whatever. Anyway, you could. It would have been easy to miss it, but it was when they're in the cafe. This is my favorite moment in the movie. Mm-hmm. And he and he basically he told him to just for a minute, be quiet and think of all the people who have influenced you. Mm. And then Tom Hanks, he, he breaks the fourth wall and he looks at us mm. and you notice everything in the movie slowly got quiet mm-hmm. to where we're doing what he's doing. I just thought it was mm. brilliant. And yes. that's, when I up. that's when I turned up. So. And did you think about me? I did think about you, Lindsay. You've impacted me in so many ways. <laughs> It was good, though. I think Tom Hanks did a great job. He, he really did. I thought it was great. Okay, and then my number one was Joker, and I feel like that's probably creepy, but I thought it was that good. <laughs> why? Why? I mean, if you had to label it, if you had to describe why it was so much better, what is it? it so we've seen the Joker. I, I would say we've obviously seen a lot of Joker, but there's three big Jokers in okay. my lifetime. Jack okay. Nicholson. Yes. Uh, Heath Ledger, right, and now Walking Phoenix, oh. and I thought they're all different. Yeah, and this one was the the best one. Like it was just it. He drew me in. He gave me this um, amazing amount of sympathy for mm. the character, even though he's a completely deranged lunatic. Wow, <clears throat> completely deranged lunatic. But you see why he's a deranged lunatic, and. He had just like Heath Ledger in in uh, in the Batman movies mm-hmm. early whatever. He had little quirks that he would do, and Joaquin Phoenix had different quirks, and so he just reinterpreted the role in a way that I thought was uh, really really well done. That's okay, all. well I I I saw two of your three. That's not bad. That's not bad. Mine are um, weird. The first one I'll do three is Downton Abbey. I know that sounds weird. However, I went into Downton Abbey having watched the show, thinking it was great, excited for the movie, and it sucked me back in in a delightful way that I thought, it's been so long and where are they going to pick it up and am I going to care about anybody? And yes, I did. But where it got me is that it made me laugh more than 
the actual show did back when it was on PBS. I laughed way more than I thought I would. And I just had a great time. I was kind of enchanted and delighted by it. So I, I thought that was out of out of the blue. I wasn't expecting that. I so, did not see it in the theater, but I want to see it. It's one yeah. of those, I'll watch it here at home. I just didn't want to pay to go see it. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it was. you're paying for a lot of other things you're going to see, I understand. Um, <laughs> my, my second one was... Shazam. And that was one that's kind of crazy, but I just have such a heart for Zachary Levi. And I think he's so cool, but it's the ending of Shazam that really pulls me in. And I'm not going to spoil it, but there's some characters who come in the end of it. And I'm just, again, delighted by everything that's happening around me. But I do think that if I speak about it enough and hope and dream enough, we will one day meet. And he will fall in love with me. So he's in Austin, right? He is. He's just down the road. If I just drive around enough, I should be able I to listen, find him. Hey, I listened to the special edition with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Some Guy, and uh-huh. she's got a plan. She's got she, a plan for your life, Lindsay. She does have a plan. <laughs> I appreciate that someone does. She's trying to get on it. She's convinced she's going to run him to him to the grocery store. Um, yeah. He has a blue healer. Our families always had blue healers. He lives on land. Our families always lived on land. It, it's just, it just makes sense. It just exactly. makes sense. Does. He does the Christmas commercial for Marshalls. That's my favorite store to shop at. There's so many things that so, point to so love many. at first sight. If I just could get the sight part down, it's going to be great. <laughs> um, and then the last one, I think you're going to think I'm cheating, but um, I kind of it doesn't matter because this was the truth. Spider-Man far from home. We had talked about not doing any kind of Marvel stuff because it was just the world is inundated with it. But whenever I wrote down my list and again, it wasn't very long. This wasn't a big movie year for me. I truly thought that was, I had the biggest kick out of, out of that one. I had a lot of fun. A lot of the movies that I thought I was going to love, love, love this year. I didn't love, love, love. Um, but it's fine. I, I, I they're all great, but nothing was. Oh, how you feel about that's, the Joker? That's good though. Yeah, Spider Man was good. I kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. I think I was over. I think I was overshadowed by the recent movies. Yeah. Most and definitely. if you look at mine, mine are all movies that made me. Uh, they made me tear up. Made all you, the, even made the Joker. You all emotional <laughs> and. <laughs> that's great that's great so let's talk about the decade this one again was hard for both of us so what we have done and we're not going to give our dissertation on each one of these movies but we have um i i you sent me your list and you said i've narrowed it down to 10 and i was kind of laughing at you but then i made my list and i thought oh i see what he did there because i'm gonna have to narrow it down to 10 too but you're gonna have your you're gonna have your one, two, three. So your favorite three from the decade. And then we're just going to list off the others. Cause we, I mean, it's, you just can't, you just can't stop at three. It just doesn't. But let me, let me put this disclaimer in there too. We did take away any kind of Marvel film because that would have been a whole show in itself. We took away Harry Potter because HP was really big this time. We took away hunger games and twilight and I feel like Star there was Wars. another one. Oh, Star Wars. All, all the Star, Star Wars, Wars ones. So There were a couple Batman movies that I, I chose not to include. I don't know that I would have anyway, but yeah. 
any, basically any franchise movies. I think right. we just take those out. We did. And it was, it, it, that would have been the whole list. And so we're, 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 we're just saying we love all of, well, I do. Todd loves some of those. I love all of those. And, right. and, uh, you know, uh, you don't like the twilight. What? Breaking Dawn, huh? <laughs> Definitely the worst, um, out of all of them, but who owns all the DVDs? Me. And then Hunger Games, uh, all those Divergent series, all of that Harry Potter, of course, Harry Potter would be up there. And of course, sure. um, Avengers and all Captain America, my boy would be up there. And anyway, Jurassic Park and, Guardians of the Galaxy, all of that is just kind of put aside. So this is the other stuff. So why don't you go through your list first, and we'll see what all we right. have. So I will do. Uh, I'll do three, two, one again. If that's okay. okay. Yes. Okay. So number three, and it was really a tie for four. So whatever. Okay. Number three was Spotlight in 2015. Nope. Yep. That one was, uh, I just thought it handled such a heavy, heavy topic in a very, very good way. And it was a historically true story. So I liked it. Um, Number two. Well, I know Spotlight because it's what really won instead of La La Land that year. Remember that? Oh, no, no, no. That was Moonlight. Oh, crap. Okay. Can I say crap? (laughs) 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 Indeed. indeed. Wait, wait. Spotlight and Moonlight were the same year? Were they? Oh, okay. That's not what you're saying. You're just saying I confuse Spotlight for Moonlight. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay. That's the one that won that, yeah, when they said yep. La La Land. Okay, uh, so number, two, number two was A Quiet Place last year, 2018. Nope. Mm-mm. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant movie. Are Loved you going to watch The Quiet Place 2? And will it make sense after seeing The Quiet Place 1? Is there another I'm, reason to be quiet? I'm gonna. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I'm kind of mad that they're making a sequel mm. because the first one – the it was so good. Like you don't need to add to that. Yeah. Like settle maybe down. Maybe it's an entirely die. different maybe, family and maybe. stuff. Maybe so. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then my number one movie of the decade, which I said was no question inception. Inception. Okay. Remind me with that one. I love that movie. So it's a Chris Nolan movie. Uh-huh. And, and uh, I don't know if that means anything to you. He did all the Batman movies. Batman's. Yeah. And he did a bunch of other stuff too. That's really good. But that's the one where where he gets in people's minds and and he creates a reality in their mind. Uh, yeah. Is it he, Leonardo DiCaprio? It is Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. Okay. And he gets oh. lost in it. And I just freaking love that movie. It All right. So, what year did that come out? Twenty ten. So oh, it was geez. like the beginning of the decade. So, old. so okay. When I saw it on the list, I was like, oh, well, that's my number one right there. Like. Okay. I don't even, how convenient that's awesome that you had such a strong i had that one too okay keep going so this this rest the rest of them are in no particular order right no uh, yeah fair enough they're, they're not really okay maybe they are it doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't matter yeah uh, okay boyhood from 2014 do you remember that one nope that's the movie that was filmed here in houston and oh. it was it was about i think it was filmed yeah it was filmed here in houston and it was filmed over like a uh Yes. Period. Huh? I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. With- and the boy, you see him grow up. Literally, he's growing up. And I just thought it was a brilliant way to do a movie. I've never seen anything like that. That's cool. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, okay. So the next one, Won't You Be My Neighbor, the documentary last year about mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers. So you see there's a theme. I love Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. What a great man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, King's Speech, 2011. 
Good. Such a good one. Excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Dunkirk 2017. Nope. You, did you not see it or did you no. not? Like, no, I didn't uh, see any of these. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Chris Nolan movie as well. He's got two on here. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's brilliant. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of people like that, though. It did very well in the box it was office. So good. Yeah, I remember I told Matt Klinger to watch it on the airplane. We were going to uh, Dubai, and he was mad at me afterwards. He was like, well, that's two hours. I'll never get back. <laughs> like, you're on a plane. Okay, just settle down. So, <laughs> uh, okay, my next one is 12 Years a Slave. Okay. From 2013. Didn't and, see it. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one, but it's Heavy. good. Mm-hmm. It's set in Louisiana, which is another reason I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. And then the last one um, in my top ten is If Beale Street Could Talk from last mm-hmm. year. Okay. So I've got three from last year. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good year last year for you. Yeah. You had lots of lots of goods. Um, I have mine's my my list looks way different, way different from <laughs> yours. So all of your, you know, yours, your people are. At the Oscars and on the red carpet, and mine are in children's nurseries, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of singing in my list. <laughs> um, okay, the, uh, the third one for mine is uh, Pitch Perfect number three. That came quit laughing. That came out in two thousand twelve. I uh, became minorly obsessed with acapella music a little bit before Pitch Perfect came out because there was a TV show on NBC called The Sing Off. And it was all the acapella groups, and I was just obsessed. And then that one came out, and I, I loved it. I loved all of it. It's loved it, loved just it. Like Nick Lachey's little side smile. That's yeah. what you love. Like. <laughs> 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 That you know he practiced in a mirror. All the time. <laughs> oh, uh, My second one, 2015 Cinderella. I don't know. Um, that movie impacted me. But only only because of the Cinderella's mom, tell or Ella's mom, telling her, have courage and be kind, are the two things that you need to know in life to get far. And I thought... It, I thought the whole thing was beautiful. And it was the first time I remember paying attention to, I probably should say, of Disney doing live versions of their animated movies. That one, I feel like, is what really kicked off mm-hmm. all of these next ones that came out after. And, and I think it's the best of them all. Actually. I do, too. I really do, too. It, oh, it was so good. And I think one of the reasons why I like it is that it... They're, they didn't choose a um, a musical because Cinderella has some music in it, but they didn't sing in this one. I mean, she hummed a little bit the songs, mm-hmm. but they but it wasn't a big um, production like The Lion King or Aladdin or Jungle Book that had these big epic song pieces in it. So I think that's what kind of helped me, but. It, it, I just loved every bit of it. I wrote about it um, in the book. I wrote about it on my website. I don't know. Something was happening to me in 2015. Some <laughs> yeah. sort of awakening. And it was Cinderella and the prince, I might add, who helped that move along. Uh, the first one, um, make fun of me all you want, The Greatest Showman. Man. Oh, that's good. That's real good. That yeah. soundtrack, that 
opening sequence and then when once you go down rabbit trails on YouTube where you are watching them practice and you're watching the bearded lady sing this is me for the first time and Hugh Jackman is weeping in the corner on the side because he's so emotional that was that was something that's when I became really aware of who Zendaya was and kind of followed her around that's when I thought look Zac Efron is more than Troy Bolton in High School Musical you go Zac Hugh Jackman love him I just I I I liked it and and there and this is how I know that it is one of my favorites it's been on the DVR since I recorded it and I go back and watch the musical numbers probably more often than I should so that's that's why it was number one on my list uh, which is weird for the whole entire decade but that's what I picked it's a good movie it is a good movie we saw that together didn't we I think we did, yeah. I think I remember you're, um, you know, you're an affirmer. You're a vocal affirmer. And you, you were like, mm, <laughs> yes. You know, you, you're that person I am, too. We're both like, mm, oh, mm, mm-hmm. And it, it, because it, it starts off just so powerfully, and I knew it, and they're banging their feet on the, oh, it's, anyway, fine. It's so good. My, the rest of my list, here we go. Easy A. Did you ever see that with Emma Stone? No. <laughs> I don't know why i love that movie it was her first one it's her first movie that she carried by herself and it's kind of a scarlet letter type thing i just adore it It, so is easy is it like a double entendre is Mm -hmm. it like she is she easy yes they they think she's easy so she the rumor started about her and she couldn't stop it so then she was just like whatever i'm gonna own this thing and so then she puts a an a on her you know like the what's her name hester prince puts the uh, they make her wear the scarlet a um wasn't an a yeah a A for adultery okay so she did that um she put uh, scarlet letters on her and she just kind of owned it just to see i mean she couldn't break the rumor so then she thought i'm just gonna go for it and it's i i I, it's funny it grew on me as as I watched it more and more, it grew on me more and more because she's she's funny. Emma Stone has great comedic timing. I think she she's good. She yeah. um, speaking of Emma Stone, my next one, Crazy Stupid Love, with my beloved Ryan Gosling when he was the Ryan Goslingest of all time. Gosh, he, that is a good movie too. Such you, a good movie, and Steve Carell. Yeah. So good in that. Emma Stone is good in that. Josh Groban makes me laugh in that. Um, it's a sad topic with all of the cheating and infidelity and mm-hmm. David Lynn and all the things, but it's it I just love Ryan Gosling in that. Oh my gosh, so good. Uh, <laughs> number six, another romantic comedy. This means war. Did you see that with uh, no. yeah, Reese Witherspoon? And my beloved Chris Pine looking oh so great with his blue eyes. And then, and Tom Hardy, who is also just equally delightful to look at. They, um, they're they in so, like a little also, love triangle. Tom Hardy's also in Inception, by the way. Anyway, carry Oh, on. is he? Sorry. Look at that. Tom Hardy popping up on our list. <laughs> Go, Tom Hardy. Who would have ever yeah. thunk it? He's, he's, you know, usually he's the brooding soldier, venom, Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's a a lovable bloke. And I mean, they are, they are in the CIA or FBI or in SA or something. They're, they're behind the scenes 
intelligence people you know both of the boys are and they're best friends in real life and then they both meet Reese Witherspoon at different times and so they say well may the best man win and then they each try to sabotage the other I do remember the previews I never saw Mm -hmm. it really cute I own it if you have a DVD player I'm I'm, I'm happy to let you borrow it Uh, (laughs) the next one just equally as crazy musical Rock of Ages with Tom Cruise. I mean, come at me right now. It's so good. (laughs) It has, the only thing that it has going against it is Julianne Huff. You know how I don't like the Huffs and they bother me, but she is in it and I can even overlook her because she's 80s Julianne Huff. And Tom Cruise is Stacey Jacks and he just, he transformed himself into an 80s rock star in all of this awesome power ballad hair band music is all over it. I loved every second of it. I really did. Maybe I, maybe oh, stood I up a couple I, times. I don't know why I didn't see it. You still have it? No. Oh, geez. I don't, I don't know how that happened. I don't know how that happened either. Have you seen the Broadway version? No. Oh. So good. So, so good. I went with Amy. She took me for my birthday last year. So good. But yeah, you'll have to borrow that one too. Okay, making a list for you. Uh, Number eight. Oh, here's my Reese Witherspoon again. Home Again. Okay. That was the romantic comedy that came out in 17, 2017, I think. And it was the one that we were all really excited about, but it had such a low budget that it didn't get a lot of advertising behind it Mm -hmm. um, because it was from an independent, I don't know, some sort of independent house made it or something. But it's one of the best cinema kisses that has happened in the last decade. If we were were ranking kisses, that'd be number one, my friend. Guess what else is also on the DVR that I sometimes just go back and look at? That kiss. <laughs> Along with, it's Christmas, comma, Eve. I was going to ask if it was yes. better than that kiss. Oh, it is. Yes, it is. Because you can have a little bit more oomph behind it whenever you're on, you know, you're a movie versus the Hallmark Christmas movie. Sure. But I'm telling you, it's Christmas, comma, Eve. That guy knew what he was doing and, and pushed the lip lock envelope if you will on the hallmark channel and, okay. and he's in a movie this year and he's having to kiss kelly pickler it yeah. ain't happening there so, i don't know why they put him with country music starlets because <laughs> <laughs> there's leanne rhymes he had to kiss and he kissed her good so here's the question mm-hmm. that kiss the home again kiss home again yeah or ari Wall kiss. Oh man, um, home again. Land, Lindsay, bring it on. I'm home again. I would say home yeah. again. Hey. And maybe it's because Ari is halfway tainted for me now. He's just a punk <laughs> that left what's yeah. her name on the yellow couch in a puddle of her own tears, Becca. Mm-hmm. So he's just a punk now, and and that tainted him. That really did. And um, hopefully Peter will you know, redeem Ari this year and have, and we can have some sort of airplane kiss. I don't know. Well, he's he's got a girl from my hometown. He does. Which one? The last Victoria from Alexandria, Louisiana. I mean, I learned that from your podcast, so I didn't know that on my own. (laughs) (laughs) See, it pays to listen people. Even if you don't follow The Bachelor, you can have fun little nuggets like that. Well, that girl's from my hometown. Go, girl. I think she's I mean, going to go far. Be, 
I'm old enough to be your dad. So that's all right. That's all right. Don't it's worry about it. Fine. Totally fine. <laughs> uh, my next one is Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, that's I, good. Yeah, I, it is. Now let me tell you. Let me tell you about this one. I, again, it's something about me. If I keep it on the DVR, then I know I really, really like it. That uh, there's a wedding scene in the middle of Crazy Rich Asians, and a girl whose name I don't know. Um, she sings, um, I can't help falling in love with you. I can't help falling in love. And she sings it in this cool acoustic way yeah. with her guitar yep. and then some violins playing behind her. And that's what this girl walks down the aisle to. Amazing. My last one is Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, I did see. enjoy that. I thought Emily Blunt nailed it. Yeah, it's like it's like we literally, Lindsay. It's like two because I like everything on your list with I a few that I don't know. It's like we have two different lists, right? Today are two different lists. But <laughs> what I mean by that is, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. But here, let me tell you this, Todd. Though I mean, I'm looking at my list and what I crossed off not to not to keep. Now there are two that you're going to be very proud of me for. One of them is Moneyball. That was on my list too. Was it? I thought yeah. that was fascinating with all of the numbers and how that guy could say, yeah. no, you pay for runs instead of, or hits instead yeah. of, oh, so good. And then yeah. my other one was Limitless. Didn't see Limitless. You, no. <gasps> you didn't no. see it with Wait, Bradley Cooper? No. Oh, Bradley Lim- Cooper would take the pill and he would become yeah. like the smartest person ever. I didn't see it, but yeah. You would like it. It was good. It even was a, a CBS show there for a little while. They made okay. it into a show, but it didn't make it. But it was, so he, he could take a pill and know everything for just a certain amount of time. And he became, and you know, he got rich off of it. He, yeah. he made business deals off of it. He got to figure out crime because of it. It was pretty cool. But the rest of it is very um, musical and cartoony. The rest yeah. of my list. Yeah. But so I, one that I'm surprised is not on your list, and, hmm. and maybe I'm not that surprised because I do know how you feel about it, is La La Land. Yeah, I know. Mm-mm. It's the ending. You don't like it. I've boycotted like it. it. Uh-huh. I've boycotted <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shunning it. I, okay. Yeah. Shunned <laughs> big time. Like the Dallas Cowboys. They're in the same boat right now. I was just, I've never been so angry at a movie in my entire life <laughs> angry because i am on board and going and just and this is awesome and look at that opening scene and oh my gosh and she can sing and he can sing and jazz and yay and then at the end i thought you've got to be kidding me yeah oh i did not no that. i hear you i hear you yeah Mm-mm. and and that's sad that it because it's one that i won't watch again i won't because of that. Yeah, yeah because i know how it ends i'm like i'm not gonna put myself through all of that just to, i mean i may have watched the opening scene just because it's so interesting and you know, the one shot going down this uh-huh. real live L.A. highway that no telling how in the world they were able to shoot that. But they did. And I, I just thought it was great. I do want to say, though, before we wrap it up, I think people yep. will probably want to know what the actual top movies were for the decade. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm going to go through them and I want you to tell me if you saw it and if, if you thought it was a good movie. Because I've okay. got the I've got the top ten right here in front of me. Um, number one, Avengers Endgame. Saw it, loved it. Me too. Number two, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Saw it, loved it. Me too. 
Number three, Avengers Infinity War. Saw it. Loved it. Me too. Number four, (laughs) Jurassic World with my boy Chris Pratt. (laughs) Saw it. It was okay. It was okay. I was going to say, it was okay. Because Chris Pratt wasn't being Chris Pratt in it. And what's her name? Bryce Howard. What's her name? Dallas Bryce Howard. I don't know. Ron Howard's daughter. Redhead. She bugged the entire time. Um, Number five is The Lion King. Number five movie of the decade. Does that surprise you? Very much it does. Because I saw I didn't love it. Me neither. I didn't. And I, I had pseudo high hopes for it, but I, I knew I, I knew it wouldn't I just had high hopes for it. And and Baby Simba made it and Timon and Pumbaa made it, but man, that was about it. I did not well, love it. Yeah, the opening scene is almost a spiritual experience. Like yeah. it is it really is amazing. But yeah. I think the same thing is true of the animated and yes. I like Animated, the animated is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, of the animated Disney movies. Mm-hmm. So to see the live action, I was like, "Want, want? This is not as good." Have you seen it on Broadway? I saw it here. Yeah, but that's the live version here. Yeah. Yes. If With you're you. on the floor, oh yeah. If you're on the floor, it's it's really good. I mean, I I think hearing it live is freaking amazing too spiritual experience but you're right that's what i was uh, we talked about this maybe you and i did i can't remember if i talked about it on the podcast it felt like a disney nature film to me we talked about that and it did yeah that's how you said it's like watching the nature channel it is soundtrack over it and that's like oh geez and but here i will say this though i will say frozen 2 is number 11 right now (laughs) and it's been out for what four weeks or something so it's gonna move up this list pretty quickly um frozen one it's further down it's in like the top 20 but yeah frozen two is already kicking butt and taking names frozen two is higher than frozen the first one yes it is that's Mm -hmm. crazy that's yes it is well it it is breaking box office records just left and right uh number six is the avengers just the first one. The first Avengers. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, of course. Um, number seven is the Fast and Furious 7. Mm-hmm. Didn't see it. Don't really want to. Um, number eight, Avengers Age of Ultron. That was my least favorite of all the yes. Avenger movies. And then number nine, Black Panther. We both love that. Mm-hmm. I saw it two or three times in the movie theater. And number 10 is Harry Potter Deathly Hallows Part 2. So, all right. Wrapping up Harry Potter. That's good. My takeaway from this is you need to borrow Rock of Ages and This Means War. Yes. You need to borrow Rock of Ages. You won't care about This Means War. You need to borrow Rock of Ages and you will love it. (laughs) Love is like a bomb, baby. Come and get it on. Living like a lover with the radar phone. Looking like a... Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. We had a lot of movies to discuss. So hopefully we've helped you figure out what you're going to do over the Christmas holidays. If you are interested in giving me a gift for the Christmas holidays, one of the best things you can do is to rate the podcast on iTunes. If you go over there, give your star rating. That really helps other people find the show. And speaking of finding, you can find me on social media, on Twitter at Lindsay or on Instagram at Lindsay Ray and Facebook at Lindsay Ray. 
Y'all are the best. Thanks so much. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. Texas forever.